0: Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, I am so stoked for this episode today because I honestly feel like it's going to be so long just because I have so much to say and so does my guest because we've both been through situations like no other. So we have a lot of insight. (laughs) when it comes to this topic. And we are just going to be discussing um, red flags that you can notice or that you should start to notice in the talking stage with guys. Um, So, you know, and kind of story times, telling our experiences and everything. We're just going to go through uh, a lot of crappy situations that we've been through and that um, we've learned from. So without further ado, I'm introducing this podcast guest, and it's none other than my very best friend, Sierra Decudo. Hey guys, I'm
1: so excited to be here um, on Talking Schmidt, and that's definitely what we're going to be doing today. we to be talking a lot of Schmidt, so stay tuned uh, if you want to hear some really
0: juicy details. Here we go uh first things first guys we're gonna get right into it because i've just been wanting to talk about this for so long but um i mean now like so i i do have a boyfriend so um you know obviously great but before him There was a lot of crappy, crappy, crappy situations that I've been through with guys. So I thought it'd be perfect to share it on here. And some of the stuff that I have noticed and I want to share it with all you single ladies out there. And same with Sierra. She wants to do the exact same because she's got a lot to share. So first things first, see, we're going to talk about lame excuses that guys make to not cuff you. Okay. I don't know about you, but I've noticed the whole it's not you it's me, sort of situation. I have to work on myself. I have to find myself. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not you. Don't worry, but it's me. So, has a guy said that to you? C? and like, how like like how do you react to that?
1: Well, no. To answer your question, no guy has ever said that to me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I think you know, in general, on the topic of this. There shouldn't be any obstacles that come in the way of a guy, you know, wanting to date you. Um, if a guy wants something, he's going to go for it and nothing is going to get in the way. So I'm a firm believer in that.
0: So any kind of lame excuse doesn't cut it for me. And I also noticed that um, if a guy, okay, so if a guy's not interested, would you rather tell them, or sorry, would you rather them tell you straight up that, you know what, I, I'm just, I'm not really looking for anything at the moment. I I, I just realized after hanging out with you, I, I really don't think I'm in the right space. Like, if they communicated that sort of way with you, would you prefer that rather than making really shady excuses? Like, how would you want them to communicate with you?
1: I think it really depends on the circumstances. And by that, I mean how long you've been talking to the person, how many dates you've been on, how much time you've invested, because you know, in certain scenarios, I do think it's okay to ghost the person. I don't really see the need for it to like give me an explanation, you know, but definitely if I've been on a few dates and I've invested my time and we, you know, text every day and stuff like that, then for sure I expect an explanation. Cause if you're just going to ghost out of the blue, it's like, what? That's just so disrespectful. But you know, if you've been on I don't even want to say one date, but if you've just been talking to the person, you know, over Snapchat or whatever it may be, and they randomly ghost you, I think that's
0: appropriate. I might be wrong. You know what? That's so interesting because I feel like ghosting such a good topic and like that's kind of the main topic that we're going to be discussing. And that's really important that you said that because I'm curious, in your position, so if you were to ghost someone, see, why would that be? And you know, when do you think that's, um, when that's acceptable?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think if I were to go somebody, it would be after seeing red flags. I don't know. I feel like I've learned being single that it's not good to wait until the guy does something or the girl does something really, really, really bad. It's good to cut it off after you see, you know, one or two red flags, just so you don't waste your time. So for me, personally, if I, and by red flag, I don't mean like the smallest little thing. There has to be like a significant reason where I'm stressed. And if it interrupts my peace, then I rather just cut it off. And I will ghost because, you know, like I said, in the early stages, what's the reason to give, send somebody a whole explanation, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I exactly agree. And okay. So what's the lamest excuse that you've gotten from a guy when they're not like interested, I guess, in pursuing further? What's like the (laughs) lamest... This is probably such a good question. Got to go back into the... Go go back to the memory here. But what's the lamest excuse that you've gotten? Well, I don't think I've ever experienced anything
1: extreme as for an excuse not to hang out with me. But, you know, a popular one is they're too busy most of the time they aren't so again going back to excuses in general nobody's ever too busy you know how do celebrities date then i always think that way no like if you want to make time for somebody you will at the end of the day if you're working like a 12-hour job you're still going to want to see them afterwards if you really
0: like them so yeah
1: that just doesn't make sense to me at all couldn't agree more
0: because in my current situation here so uh, like, my boyfriend, he lives in St. Catharines for school right now, and he's going through teacher's college. We just celebrated, like, our two-year anniversary the other day, and obviously, him and I both have very busy schedules, as it is, so, you know, we 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 just have to, that's something we have to deal with, but he went out of his way to drive from St. Catharines to Oakville to surprise me at my work, so, you know, like, that kind of thing. it If someone truly cares... And wants to be with you, they're going to make the time. So, like, don't say I'm too busy because, please, we're all very busy. Like, come on. What kind of freaking excuse is that? So, that's super frustrating. Um, This is one that I've gotten and I think it's atrocious. So, the thing where they're, like, they're not cuffing because they want to have an open relationship. Um, perhaps not. That's not how I roll. I don't know about anyone else, but that is not how I roll. See, you want to touch
1: base on that? I'm just going to say it really straight up and clear because there's really no other way to say it. But if your man wants an open relationship with you, they're basically telling you straight up that they want to hook up with other girls while they're with you. So unless you're cool with that, I mean, people are in open relationships. Women are cool with it, but you know... Unless you're cool with it, then that's for sure an excuse. And it's really shady. No one should have to put up with
0: that. I agree. And I think that's, I mean, sometimes that works out for people and, you know, good for you. Uh, Good luck with that. But uh, it's just, I, you know, that's something that I was told back in the day that like they didn't want to make it exclusive because they wanted something open so yeah I'll still see you Hannah I want to still see you of course but I want to be dating other chicks at the same time and honestly that's not how I work you just reminded me of something so what do you think about
1: guys who never cuff like if you're talking for let's say now five six months and it gets to that point where you're seeing each other every day you haven't had that conversation whether or not you're exclusive or not but they just never cuff would you put up with that?
0: Personally, for me, I would not. I'd <laughs> I, i I'd get so frustrated. Like, geez, in the past, even after one month, I'm like, so. No. OK. OK. That's really extra. OK. Maybe. OK. Maybe a month and a half. Just be. I don't know. I don't know if that's too early. Maybe I'm like, maybe I sound psycho or something. I don't know. But usually, I feel like if it's longer than a month and a half, You're kind of questioning what this guy's intentions are and like, I don't know where he stands and what he thinks of you. Like, does he not want to be exclusive or like, does he, does he not like you enough, or I don't know. Like I, I. That's I mean again, experience in the past. Um, that's happened to me, and you know, it, it's just so odd. And like, how do you, how do you even bring that up to the guy? You know, how do you like bring that up and say, so, are like, what's going on here? And it's such an awkward conversation to have. Like, I don't know. Want to want to add your two cents? Yeah.
1: So a lot of my friends have been in this situation, and. You know, all I have to really say is if you're wondering why they're not cuffing you, you should basically run. Because if a guy likes you, again, he's going to make sure that you're his. He's not going to want you to go hook up with other guys, especially if you've been like hanging out for months. Right. So I don't know. I don't really buy that. And I'm not going to ask a guy to ask me out. That just doesn't feel right. You know, Um, I think like if the guy likes me that much he'll ask me out and I, like that's just a better thing anyways why would you want to force something that's not reciprocated
0: i absolutely agree you should not ask someone to ask you out like that's not that's not good because you want them to you want them to just do it naturally right so that's definitely not something uh to do um you know just as some advice but okay speaking of running Let's talk about some really annoying things that guys do. and guys, I'm not saying all of you do that like do these kinds of things. I'm just saying like I feel like a lot of girls can relate to these sort of things and I just wanted to point them out because, man like the amount of times that I've noticed these, i I literally compiled a list. so we're just gonna get into them. So number one, um, annoying things that. Guys do and guys kind of refrain from doing this because girls can notice this. So if you're flirty with absolutely everyone and you flirt with people in front of your date or the girl that you're like dating or whatever, uh, don't do this.
1: Personally, I... Only want my man to show me that kind of attention. Like, if you're willingly giving that attention out to every other girl, what's so special about it if he does it to you? Nothing. So, not for me. I think that's a huge red flag. If you see that in the beginning stages, I think a lot of girls think, oh, well, we're not technically together yet, so I can't really control what he's doing. He's still single. But, you know, if you're consistently seeing each other and he's still flirting with other women, I would cut that out right away cuz you're looking for trouble to be
0: honest. No, I I honestly 100% agree. Like that is not that's not something like whether you're you're dating a girl you're like you've been you've been with the girl and like boyfriend girlfriend for years, don't openly flirt with other people, especially for well don't do it in general and then don't do it in front of your significant other or whatever. Like that's so that's really sketchy. I'd be pissed. I'd be, I, no, don't even get me started. I'd be pissed. Also guys, don't assume things. And when I say this, I mean, don't go into something with a girl assuming that she is like you. Um, So like, if you're not looking for something serious and you're talking to this girl, doesn't mean that she's not looking for something serious. So I feel like you should communicate right, I mean- Maybe not right from the beginning, but if you're talking to each other for quite some time, there's got to be some sort of communication in there. So, yeah, what do you think? Well,
1: personally, I would like if my guy told me from the start if his intentions were just to hook up, right? Because I just think it can go downhill really quickly if, you know, you start something off and the girl's invested and she's starting to think about a relationship with you in the future – And all you want to do is get her in your bed, right? That's just going to really not be good. So I think be direct. Like, just be straight up. You don't have to burst it out the first time you talk to the girl. Um, Same goes with you girls. Obviously, don't tell the guy right off the bat that you want to date him. But, you know, if you're a guy and you just want to hook up with a girl and you're catching the vibe that she has feelings and she wants to see you, don't lead her on because once you finally do hook up and you ghost her, I guarantee you, like it just won't be cute for you.
0: No, please, it won't be cute. But actually, so true. And um, another big thing is immaturity. I literally can't. Immature people cannot. I can't. I'm so sorry, but I cannot be bothered. I feel like I've grown so much, just in this, even just this past year. Like not even the past few years. Like in, in this past year. I feel like I'm so mature now that I have no time or patience for immature people. I, even back in the day, I don't give a crap what you did with the boys on a Saturday night. I don't care that you threw a rager and that you made an awesome jungle juice. I I don't care. And odds are a lot of other females don't either. Actually have a conversation about your, I don't know, your values and your passions rather than just oh, yeah, I, I, you know, me and the lads went out and we did this. Like, OK, good to know, bud. And then good luck. You're probably going to get ghosted the next day. Just saying. <laughs> honestly, that couldn't be more true. And I think there's nothing more attractive than a
1: guy that can hold, you know, an intelligent and intellectual, intelligent conversation. <laughs> I'm speaking about intelligence and I don't even know what I'm saying. But I think, you know, girls really like getting deep finding things out about you that are more than just surface level qualities. So if you can really hold down a deep conversation and um, really get into it, I think that will make your girl like you so much more. Same with guys too. I feel like guys low key, I don't think they'll admit it, but low key, they really like to find out like deep
0: shit. I feel like um, those surface level conversations aren't that valuable (laughs) sometimes, you know? But then when you get really into it, Even from the first time that you're talking, the first time that you're meeting, that's like a big, that's a big moment of attraction there. Okay, so we're going to move on to red flags. See, I'm going to, you're going to start this off because I feel like you've got a lot to say.
1: Like I said earlier, it's better to just cut it out right when you can, right when you can see it. I've been guilty of this. A lot of my friends have been guilty of this. I feel like every, if you're a woman, you've been guilty of this. But we watch the red flags happen and happen and happen. And we kind of ignore them because we wanna, you know, pretend that our guy is perfect. And then one day he just does something terrible and you're like, oh my God, why didn't I pay attention to those red flags? So something I've really learned is when I see a red flag, I will just cut it out immediately. I don't wanna waste my time. And if the guy is stressing me out from the beginning, that's a huge red flag to me. Because in the beginning stages, you know, the guy should just be focused on impressing you. So if you're seeing red flags and sketchy shit, I don't really think it's gonna go a good place. Cause eventually he's gonna do something and you're just gonna
0: be so mad that you waited and you wasted your time. I'm gonna add to that. When you ignore red flags from the beginning, that is a mistake. This is coming from Sierra and I, and trust me, we have a lot of experience. Like, and I'm not trying to. I'm I'm really not trying to. Um, what's the word? Uh, over exaggerate. But I, I'm actually I I couldn't even be more serious. We have so much experience with that ignoring red flags from the beginning, and it got us in bad situations, which we both regret. So please don't ignore those red flags. And mind you, if you don't really like something about the person at first don't automatically just be like okay bye but you know just I I, unless it's something huge but if it's something minuscule because you also don't want to be super picky if that makes sense either you know there's there's certain red flags that you should be like okay that's not good that's a major red flag and then there's others that you may be like you know what maybe Maybe it's just an off day or maybe, I don't know, it's it, It's not part of their personality. Like, who knows? Maybe they're just having a bad day. So you, you just never know. But I just kind of wanted to name a few here that I've noticed. Number one, if you're going out on a date to a restaurant and they're rude to wait staff, like, see ya. Let me tell you from personal experience that this never
1: changes. It's not like they just had an off day. They will constantly be rude. And that's not who I am so if a guy is rude to whoever it may be um that's so unattractive biggest I think I think women are very observant of that and I don't think guys realize that so I don't know coming from a Virgo who analyzes pretty much everything if I catch a guy being rude on a first date especially when they're trying to impress you by Like I cannot deal with that because that's just a reflection of who they are and how they treat even people close to them, whether it be their
0: friends or their family. And it makes you worried how they're going to interact uh, with your family and friends if they're rude to someone that's, you know, uh, giving them food and, and, and being their waiter, or waitress or whatever it may be like that. I don't know. That's pretty unattractive if you're just rude, like right from the start. Another thing is if Oh, my gosh. If they speak badly about their family to you on the first date, bro, family means so much to me. So if 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 this guy is talking so much crap about his family and like just saying the worst things about his family, I take that as a red flag. What about you?
1: Well, I would have to agree for sure. Why are you being negative on a first date to begin with, though? That just makes no sense to me. On a first date, the guy should be wanting to learn more about you. So you should be having conversations about yourself, about him, about relationships. Actually, that was another question I had for you. It's a little bit off topic from Red Flags. But since you're in a relationship, Hannah, I want to know when, or if you ever did, when did you and your boyfriend start talking about like past like the history with other guys and girls, have you ever had those conversations? Because some couples are uncomfortable,
0: but some couples aren't, right? Um, that's actually really good. So I, um, <clears throat> honestly, because... Trell and I knew each other throughout high school. So we already kinda knew who each other were dating at the time. Cause obviously, you know, we weren't dating in high school. We were more or less in the same sort of friend group. Or we we were actually more acquaintances, I guess, at that time. But anyway, so we kind of knew each other's history, but we didn't really know each other's history. So, um, because we're already sort of close when we started getting together, I feel like we started having that kind of conversation about past relationships pretty early on probably like a couple weeks in honestly actually even even then probably a bit earlier just because I don't know we, we we felt comfortable enough to talk about that kind of thing with each other and there was no like issues or anything um we were discussing that we were just both curious about our pasts and what happened so um yeah. And, and I guess it depends on the couple, though, too, because some couples, like you said, may not be comfortable talking about that uh, ever or not early on or eventually they, they'll get there. It really depends on the couple. But honestly, we, we started to discuss that pretty early on, I'd say.
1: I feel like everybody kind of knew each other in high school. That's just the kind of setting. But... In a situation where you're starting to see a guy and you don't know each other's history, let's say you're from different cities, I don't really know if I'd want to know their history or not. I don't know. I think it's definitely a topic that's debatable. I am pretty chill if the guy wants to tell me how many people they've been with, but I don't want to know details. You know what I mean? Like, Unless the girl, like, I don't want to know her name. I don't want to know anything about her. Unless the girl is at a party or a get-together or something like that, then I expect my guy to obviously tell me that he has history with her because you don't want to look stupid in a setting like that. Um, But I don't know if I'd really want to know my guy's complete history. Okay, now
0: I have a question for you. Would you say it's a red flag if... You're on a date with a guy, and you know one of the first things that you guys are talking about is his ex. Like he just brings up his ex, because sometimes they just bring it up just super quickly, but then other times they kind of go on and on and on and on. Like, so what's the difference between the two? Do you think it's, do you think it's okay if they bring it up just kind of quickly, like just they, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but they just kind of, you know, just quickly bring it up that they have an ex, whatever. And then compared to when they're like really kind of going into the whole background of the ex relationship and everything. What do you what do you think about both of those situations? Well,
1: for the first date, if you're even bringing up another girl, and I don't mean that in like a jealousy, psychotic way. But if you're bringing up someone from the past, especially an ex, first of all, why? Why? I don't want to be hearing about any other girl on a first date, but. You know, as things progress and we move along and he brings her up casually, I don't know, it's sketchy territory because if it's brought up too many times, it can start to make a girl think that they're not over their ex. But if it's brought up really casually, because I mean, that is part of their past, especially if they were with the person for a few years, then I don't think I'd have an issue with it. Like I have an ex as well. I think everyone does at this age, <laughs> except for a few of our friends, but it's okay.
0: We're not going to expose them on here. Well, should we? We're talking Schmidt. I will say there will be people on this podcast that will probably expose themselves. So it's okay. Like I'll probably, if I haven't already, I, I, I'm going to expose myself. D- that's going to be happening. Sorry, I have
1: one more thing to say. And this is not about exes, but it's like kind of on the topic. So this one time I was seeing a guy and all he would talk about, I'm not even kidding you, for hours first of all, was himself. Like, he wouldn't really ask me questions about myself or anything. Um, But a huge red flag that I, of course, completely just didn't pay attention to, he would talk about other girls. And when I mean, like, talk about other girls, it wasn't just, like, his girlfriends, that kind of stuff. It was, like, which girl came up to him at the gym that day and like what the situation was and um, A girl who's DM him, or like a crazy girl from his past like still texting him and he would full-on like explain these stories to me and it would be like six seven girls every time I would talk to him and That was a huge red flag, but of course I just kind of Let it blow over and a bunch of shit went down and I was kind of like why did I ever? <laughs> even deal with this person so if a guy's talking about any girls or they're trying to make you jealous, whatever it may be, I just don't think they're the one. Because, like, what guy would do that if they're trying to impress you? I wouldn't, like, bring up other guys.
0: What's the point? And that's a perfect example of, you know, not ignoring a red flag. Because, you know, once once that happens and you're sketched from the beginning, odds are it's, it's going to continue to be sketchy. So... Um, I totally agree cuz you're not the, you're not that kind of person Sierra where on a on any sort of date you're going to bring up oh yeah this guy came up to me at the gym like this guy did this this guy did that it's kind of like I don't know it's like bragging or something but then again you're not impressing anyone cuz you're on a date with another girl so why is she wanting to hear you get hit on by other females like wh- I don't I don't get that no offense but that's like the most stupid thing like I, if if you're if you think that's like a something that makes you more attractive, guys, it does not. If anything, it turns girls off. So just don't brag about that. No one really cares. Maybe your buddies do, but um <laughs> telling you the girl that you're on a date with certainly does not. Also, please, please, I beg you, do not push people's boundaries. Please. Um, this is kind of a more serious topic. I don't... R- I don't really want to get super super like into this just because I know how serious it can get but I'm just saying as a woman as a man whoever whoever however you identify yourself you have to be very careful um, when it comes to people's boundaries and you know I you just don't assume things like I said earlier don't assume that they're trying to hook up that night only and don't go into that with that mindset like you oh my gosh, like you have to be, you have to be really careful with that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think if someone's telling you something, just listen, you know, even if you don't have the same beliefs and you want to hook up, but they don't want to, don't pressure them. Don't question it. Don't, just don't, just shut up. Like we don't want to hear it. And girls, if you're going through a situation like that, where a guy is pressuring you and you like him and it can be easy, I think, to fall for that. Just run because, you know, a guy that respects you is never, ever going to push your boundaries. They're going to like you more for having boundaries. It's way more attractive to the right guy, though.
0: Keyword is the right guy. Uh, Not every guy that you're going to come across um, is going to be the right guy, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, uh, as we both know, if you're that kind of person, make your boundaries known from the very beginning. And I hate to say that because... You shouldn't have to and you shouldn't feel the need to. But if you're that kind of person, I would do it. I mean, hey, that's what I did at the very beginning. Honestly, like I would let people know if I noticed that they were trying to do anything. I would let people know what what I felt comfortable with, what my boundaries were. What about you, C? What's your experience with that kind of thing?
1: I don't want to expose anybody here, but I do have a close friend kind of going through something right now. And I thought that this is like the best time to mention it um let me just try and illustrate the situation for you so my friend um who's gonna stay very anonymous she likes a guy she has feelings for him she wants to date him she wants to be serious with him and she communicated that to him and he did not reciprocate it he just wants to hook up and he made that very clear actually like he didn't sugarcoat it nothing but unfortunately she still wants
0: him. In a scenario like this, what do you think you should do, Han? When you have your mind set on something, you don't want to like let it go, and you're just so keen, like you're so set on that idea. But I wouldn't continue. Like looking back at it, there's so many times when I wish I didn't continue certain relationships. Um, and if something's not reciprocated on either end. I hate to say it, but you you should move on. And I think it's completely not worth your time.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you know what? I think the main thing here is that you can't change somebody, especially if they're telling you straight up what their intentions are. Don't try to change them. At that point, you just have to remember the boss bitch that you are and move on because there's going to be somebody who you're going to be like head over heels for, but they're going to reciprocate it. They're not going to just want to hook up.
0: I love that you said that because there is literally, oh gosh, kind of cheesy, but there is someone for like everyone out there. Um, just a matter of time. And honestly, great things come when you least expect it. Again, kind of sounds corny, but it's very true. Um, okay. So another thing that we're going to talk about, oh my gosh, dude, this is like both of our pet peeves playing games? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ghosting, constantly um, breaking plans with you, like saying, oh, I'm busy. Sorry. Like last minute, kind of leaving you in the dark or stringing you along for like weeks or months even. And even if you're hanging out, not fully investing their time in you while you're hanging out. Like they're just constantly on on their phone or they're just not paying any attention to you. Like playing games, there's so many different avenues in there, but it's gotta be the most annoying thing when you're in the dating talking stage.
1: It's so annoying. And, you know, I was in quite a long-term relationship before I was single. Coming out of that... I really got played. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it right now. I really got played. And it was because I was very naive and I didn't really understand the world of ghosting and playing games and all that stuff. I just kind of thought, well, I like this person. I'm going to go for them. And that's kind of what I stood by for so long. But clearly it didn't work out in my favor a few times. And I've kind of realized that if anyone's going to play a mind game with me, I just will cut it out right away Because it's not worth my time and those things really stress me out and Clearly the person doesn't like you again going back to the person doesn't like you enough if they're playing games I feel like a lot of girls think oh, well, he's playing hard to get He's just trying to make me like him more Or you know that one where it's like well if he wanted to he would but I want to and I don't I think girls try and tell themselves all these like different excuses and most of the time, like I would say like 90, unless the guy is truly trying to get your attention, he won't do it for long, but most of the time, like 99.99, like 99, he does not like you and he probably just wants to hook up or whatever his reason might be, maybe just to feed his ego. I think that's a big thing as well. Guys love to feed their ego by making a girl obsessed with them and then they never take it anywhere.
0: I could not agree more because, oh my gosh, I I think we've both done this in the past. We've made excuses for the guys when they've played us. We make excuses and we tell our friends because obviously we tell our friends everything. We're like, oh my gosh, we're talking to this new guy. So exciting. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he he canceled our like last three plans with me. But it's okay because he said we're we're going to he's going to take me out this weekend at a really romantic spot. And, you know you're constantly kind of making that excuse. And if you're making excuses for a guy in general, oh honey, uh, no, that's a red flag right there. You should not be making excuses at all. The guy shouldn't put you in that position. You should never have to make excuses for his behavior. That's not how it goes. And guys, same with you. You should not make excuses for girls' behavior either. So, um, That's definitely something that I'm guilty of in the past. I've been like so eager about a relationship with a certain guy that I'll be like kind of shoving off the red flags, ignoring them, making excuses for them. When in the end, where did that get me? Nowhere.
1: Well, I think you made a really good point and something I've noticed actually more than being ghosted because everyone's guilty of ghosting someone and being ghosted. Let's be honest in this day and age with social media. But I have noticed that the number one thing that guys do I don't know if girls do this guys you can let us know but I find guys like to give you lots of attention and then ghost you and then you know repeat. And I think that just messes with girls' heads so hard because we, like you said, Hannah, we love to hold on to the good. So we ignore all the red flags and we just hold on to what guys say to us. And I would say that's the biggest thing I've learned is to pay attention to a guy's actions and not his words. Because anybody can say anything to you. But when they prove it to you through their actions, whether it's like something as simple as following through with plans even, which is clearly hard for people in this generation, I think that shows a lot. But if they are constantly dipping on plans, um, they're being sketchy, you know, they are talking to multiple girls, but they're telling you, oh, you're the only girl, let's go out, blah, blah, blah you know, clearly something's not matching up. So always look at their actions
0: and you will get your answer. Very well said. Actions really, truly do speak louder than words. If they're all talk, I hate to say it, but uh, more often than not, um, it it's not really going to work out because if they're just saying stuff over and over again, but nothing's come about, like they're not putting in the effort, there's no action to it, then like, obviously they're just they're just saying it. They don't truly mean it. So actions truly do speak louder than words. But yeah, so anyway, we're we're getting to the end here of this podcast episode. To end off, is there anything else you wanted to say or a piece of advice you're you want to give to all the other single ladies out there?
1: Aside from the looking at a guy's actions instead of his words, my other biggest Thing that I've learned is I think it's so important before even going for a guy or giving a guy attention, just work on yourself because I know it really sounds cheesy, but if you have a lot of self worth and you've come to know yourself and what you expect from a partner and your standards and all of that stuff then I think you'll have more success in the dating world because if you don't know yourself and you have low confidence you're gonna put that confidence into the men that you start to see and most of the time those men aren't gonna be like high quality men who are gonna be loyal to you and I just think it can kind of cause a messy lineup of guys your way. So work on yourselves and um, lots of
0: self-love. That's so cute. And that's like literally such good advice. That is where I will leave off today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope uh, we kind of shed some light onto this topic. If this is something you want us to dive into more, um, maybe talk about uh, like a whole other sort of topic about dating or relationships We can totally do that. Um, But yeah, anyway, so uh, keep up to date on Talkin' Schmidt. Definitely going to be pushing out a lot of episodes. Uh, You'll definitely hear from Sierra again. We'll leave you off right here, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your night or day or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Well, thank you so much for having me on Talkin' Schmidt. I hope
1: you guys took something from this, whether you're a guy or a girl. Because like we said at the start, me and Hannah are really knowledgeable. We've been hurt and we've also, well, Hannah has found her dream man. (laughs) I'm still looking for him. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys took something from this, from our Schmidt. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you.